Right, hour two, Sean Hannity Show, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. So as they now, um, we see the resistance now building in the country. Uh, I don't have a social media presence like I used to. I'm locked out by my own team and my own staff. Actually, it's a voluntary lockout. I'm fine not to be on social media at all. But, you know, sweet baby James and, and everybody else you know, gets these tweets and, and they they forward them to James and, and he'll show me some of these things. It's amazing when you go back and how Nancy Pelosi and Jen Psaki, it's not the role of the federal government. No, I'll never mandate Joe Biden says we, we can't we can't do that, Nancy Pelosi said. Let's let's listen to them. No, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand to be mandatory. Perhaps the federal government should step in and issue mandates. And if not, are you putting the needs of unvaccinated people ahead of the needs of vaccinated people? I think the question here, one, that's not the role of the federal government. Um, that is the role that institutions, private sector entities, uh, and others may take. We cannot require someone to be vaccinated. That's just not what we can do. I am all for um, more vaccination, um, but uh, you know, I, I have nothing further to say on that except that we're looking into those policies. And, and quite honestly, as people are doing that locally, um, those are those are individual local decisions as well. I don't think you'll ever see a mandating of that vaccine particularly for the general public you'll never see the general public mandating fauci for the general public that's us now and jen saki no that that that's not some that's not the role of the federal government to mandate no i'm i wouldn't i i wouldn't demand i wouldn't be support mandating i you know as i've been saying that you know we, we cannot we cannot requ- require this of people nancy pelosi says it's not something we can do we cannot require people now you turn that into now it's become a license now to go after anybody that has that opinion today. Now it's now it's open season to cancel, to distance. It's OK to say they don't deserve health care treatment, emergency room treatment if they're not vaccinated. Now, keep in mind, nobody that is you know, this one size fits all medicine is, is amazing to me because there are the rare conditions that we've chronicled. Um, I'm not a doctor. I'm not telling people what to do each and every way, except take this damn thing seriously because it's dangerous. Uh, the, the one therapeutic I find has the most promising that I know people that have had the best results is the monoclonal antibodies like Regeneron. Um, but there are other people that are worth listening to, whether you agree or disagree, inform yourself. Anyway, so with all of that said, um, we don't have any vaccines for mandates for illegal immigrants at all. In the middle of a pandemic, Joe builds overcrowded cages with a high rate of COVID positivity, and they don't even test people. They don't vaccinate, vaccinate people, and then they disperse people all over the country. And there's hundreds of thousands of people every month that they've been doing this to. We're going to get lectures from Joe Biden on any of this. I mean, it is such hypocrisy. And now it's fashionable to just, you know, demonize anybody. Who did the hell with your freedom? Well, where's the anger at Joe for releasing all of these illegal immigrants without even testing them, without demanding vaccinations of them? Anyway, 800-941-SEAN, toll-free number. It is now the consensus among lawyers that I like and respect is that there's no way this is going to stand up in court. you got over 20 now states that are in the process of suing Joe Biden. 
and preparing for a lawsuit. Uh, here to analyze the legal side of it, we've got David Schoen, civil rights attorney, and by the way, former board member of the Alabama Civil Liberties Union, Greg Jarrett, host of his own podcast, The Brief, Fox News legal analyst, number one best-selling author. Uh, Greg, let's start with you and get your take on this. Well, it's unconstitutional for the feds to do it, uh, because under our constitutional system, states are in charge of public health concerns it's part of their police power, uh, not the federal government. The federal government has never ordered compulsory vaccination for that reason. States have. And twice, the Supreme Court has upheld the right of states and local officials to issue vaccine mandates or face a penalty. Um, and the other thing that's going on here beyond that, so, you know, states will sue, governors, individuals will sue, businesses will sue, you're going to have uh, efforts by state legislatures uh, to pass laws against mandates. Already 14 states have them, so you've got that. But the other part of the equation is, you know, Biden, the CDC director, Pelosi, all the people you mentioned who said this isn't within the power of the federal government to do it, they know that they can't do this, so they, they tried a workaround as the chief of staff for Biden uh, pointed out in a tweet, by uh, delegating it to OSHA, the Occupational Safety Health Administration, under emergency temporary standards. Well, I'm looking at their emergency standards, and it specifically says you can only enact a rule if workers are in grave danger due to exposure to toxic substances. A virus is not a toxic substance. So they're they're not even within their authority under OSHA to do this. Your take, David Schoen. Yeah, there are several issues here. I'm going to try to hit real quickly. Um, first of all, I want to be clear. I mean, COVID devastated my family. I'm pro-vaccine for me. I think my life was saved possibly by the monoclonal antibody. But that's a choice for me to make. There are many people who are pro-vaccine, uh, believe it, but are against mandates. By the way, I think the ACLU should be leading the charge against the mandates. This is about individual freedom. Everyone points to the 1905 case, Jacobson versus Massachusetts, and with Massachusetts was allowed to mandate smallpox vaccines. What the court said there clearly is the state legislature was better than a court to decide, and they upheld the law by the state legislature. Problem we have here, many problems, executive authority. This is overstepping to have an agency that hasn't even collected the proper data yet mandating something for millions of hundred, maybe 100 million people around the country. We don't do well with this kind of program. It wasn't that long ago that the Supreme Court allowed a uh, forced sterilization of the feeble-minded. We don't want our federal government involved. These cases like Jacobson were long before the whole list of personal freedom type cases that came from the Supreme Court. Um, you know, we've had cases, though, even in the 90s, Washington versus Harper banned the forcible injection of medication into non-consenting person's body. It's substantial interference with personal liberty. Um, Cruzan, the right to die, the right to reject medication, even at the peril of your own death. Um, U.S. versus Stanley. You can't subject somebody to experimental drugs. Now, you say, well, Pfizer's been approved. What about Moderna? I happen to have taken the Moderna, but do I want to force that on other people? Another aspect of this I want to get to real quickly is, hasn't been discussed, there have been lawsuits permitted by the United States Supreme Court over lax uh, licensing for vaccines. Berkowitz versus United States in 1988 allowed a claim to go forward against the federal government for not doing the, dotting all its I's and, all, and crossing the T's 
before licensing a vaccine. There's so much going on here before we force this into somebody's body. I personally wish everybody get vaccinated, and I wish that would work and cure the problem. But we don't know enough. And last thing is, Fauci's you got to factor go. in two other things here. You don't. Nobody knows anything about anyone's medical history or their current yeah. medical condition. I, I'm urging people to do their own research, take into account those factors I just mentioned, talk to their doctor, doctors, people in the medical community that they trust, and then make the right decision for them. Like you, I, I, I believe in science. I believe in the science of vaccination. But there are also people that have rare conditions that their doctors do not recommend that they get this this vaccine. Uh, yeah. This is one size fits all medicine, David. And I'm, by the way, I refuse to tell people what to do or not do. I just yep. bring on varying experts. Some I agree with, some I disagree with, just to give people information. And I say, ask your doctor. I'm not your doctor. That's absolutely right. It's absolutely right. The last thing I said, you know, I think Fauci has to go. I don't care if you think the guy's the greatest scientist on God's green earth. Uh, we're, this isn't working. And it, it changes his mind from day to day to day. We need a new face to fight this uh, this tragedy that's going on around here. That's a different issue, but I just had to get it in. And your take, Greg Jarrett, I mean, all these people that are playing doctor in Washington and playing doctor on TV that don't have medical degrees, um, I, I, I really, I've seen the worst of this like David has, and I'm urging people to be smart, to be careful, to educate themselves, sure. even read opinions sure. you don't agree with necessarily. Then talk to your doctors. Take into account your personal, your unique medical history. And in the process, by the way, it seems like nobody's talking about medical privacy or doctor-patient confidentiality, Greg. Yeah, I I agree with you. And let's remember that uh, the law, as it exists, exempts people who invoke religious or disability reasons, including medical grounds. So if you have a unique medical condition, in which your doctor tells you that you are at risk of uh, serious, um, uh, you know, medical complications or even death, you would fall under the disability exemption. So that's another wrinkle in all of this. And look, I'm pro-vaccine. I've been vaccinated. My family's been vaccinated. I'm in favor of it. But the federal government, as you say, issuing this one-size-fits-all, and the other problem they have is equal protection. You know, the, Biden has now decided employers with workers in excess of 100 within their particular business uh, must get vaccinated. There's an equal protection uh, problem there. He is discriminating against one group in favor of a different group that's a smaller group. So there'll be equal protection challenges as well. You know, you know I, Sean, I, you, yeah, go ahead. You, you, you said something David. very important at the beginning, beginning of this piece, and that is the exemption for the illegal immigrants. How on earth can President Biden take this case to the American people when you give the right to refuse to people illegally in the country in the first place, or even legal immigrants? That's something he has full control over, and, and the hypocrisy of exempting a group like that, it's, you know, it, it's unspeakable. Yeah, I mean, I mean that, that is a point here that nobody seems to want to bring up. Um, quick break more uh, with Greg Jarrett, David Schoen on the other side, and your calls coming up, 800-941-SHAWN is our number as we continue this Monday edition. Yep, it is now day 30, Americans held hostage behind enemy lines in Afghanistan, and wait do you hear the song that John and Jurassic of Five for Fighting put together, uh, Blood on my, my Hands, Blood on His Hands, 
um, meaning Biden. It's hard hitting. We have some sound around it. You're going to want to record it. Uh, we have an army ranger and congressman disgusted by the petty politics out of Biden's White House. And uh, we'll talk about that next. Uh, Sean. Coast to coast, border to border. Sean Hannity is on the radio right now. And as we continue, Greg Jarrett and David Schoen to discuss the mandates of vaccination, the legality of it. As a result, it seems now this is a license to attack. Uh, the media is belittling, berating even at times, Greg Jarrett, those people that for whatever reason that we don't know, because we don't know anything about their medical history or medical condition, right. et cetera, that everybody has to do this. What's shocking to me, Greg, is, and I'm not a doctor, I'm not telling people to do this, but if you have a breakthrough case, which we were told, you know, nobody told us if you got back fully vaccinated, you could still get COVID at the time, but it's happening. Uh, although the, it seems to be you still provided protection, your odds are much lower, you'll be hospitalized or die. Uh, but what is the next variant going to bring? What is the variant mu, mu going to bring? What's Lambda going to bring? We don't know yet. So my question is, with with all of this one-size-fits-all medicine pattern that has been adopted by everybody, why don't we talk about therapeutics like monoclonal antibodies uh, and Regeneron, which have shown promise? And again, I'm not recommending it. I'm just saying, and the other right. and the other therapeutics that, that doctors are, are talking about, again, whichever works, whichever your doctor says, listen to your doctor if you want. Because... Biden's new orders are have been politicized by the media, uh, just as the pandemic from the outset has been politicized. If Biden's in favor of something, the media is, and they demonize anybody who suggests otherwise. Uh, were it Trump, they'd take the opposite position. And no one in the media offers a, any criticism of Biden's own uh, words which were contradictory in his speech the other night. He stressed that the vaccinated are safe from serious COVID. And then he said the unvaccinated must protect the vaccinated. Um, you know, so, but the media never focuses on that because they are in favor of whatever Biden is in favor. And again, they're critical of anybody who is, uh, you know, as you It's going to be fascinating to watch these, these, you know, because now they're shunning people from society. Can't yeah. go to a restaurant, can't go to a concert, can't go to a ball game, can't go to a stadium, you can't do anything. You know, you've got to prove yeah. that you have what they want. Forget about medical privacy. No one even wants to go there at all. Anyway, Greg uh, Jarrett, thank you. David Schoen, thank you. 800 941 Sean, you want to be a part of the program. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. 800 941 Sean, you want to be a part of the program. We haven't spent a lot of time at this pretty despicable, pretty repulsive, but predictable, I guess, in this day and age. The the petty politics coming out of the Biden White House, and that is there are people that sit on the board of visitors for, for our military academies, like West Point, for example. And the board has been prevented from meeting 
due to a prohibition from the Secretary of Defense. And now Biden is trying to fire some of the members duly appointed, um, like Sean Spicer and Kellyanne Conway. And they've been given letters either to either resign or you will be removed. I mean, you can't get any more petty than this when you're politicizing, you know, a military board at one of our military academies. That should be bipartisan. Um, Anyway, so this is now going on. And we have, for example, there was the latest legislation introduced by uh, Congressman Warren Davidson of Ohio to protect the rights of Americans from government overreach in the in the pandemic. But he's also been very outspoken trying to defend those people have been unfairly attacked. Um, These are not political positions. Here's uh, circle back Jen Psaki. Uh, That's not the role of the federal government to mandate vaccine Psaki. Uh, defending Biden's decision to fire appointees from military boards. Traditionally, these appointees do serve out their full three-year term, though. Um, Why is there no distinction between the likes of Kellyanne Conway or Sean Spicer, political operatives, and Megan Mobs, who we had on earlier in the show, or even General McMaster, uh, who is receiving an award from West Point later this week? Why no distinction? Well, look, again, this really goes back to what every president's right is, which is to uh, appoint uh, individuals they choose because they're aligned with their values, because they're aligned with the qualifications that they deem for any of these positions and any of these boards. And that's what is taking Mm -hmm. place here. It's not personal. Uh, I will say that there are some people, of course, on these boards who uh, have supported or stood by silently. Well, uh, their former boss supported an insurrection. That's not really okay with us either. But you're right. There's a span of individuals on these boards. It's really not more complicated than the president, his cabinet and team uh, wanting to be able to appoint a, a fresh uh, a fresh layer of people. And your boss, Jen, stood by as city after city all summer long in the summer of 2020 uh, while there were was riots. Some might call them insurrections themselves where dozens of Americans died, like Chorus Lorenzo Anderson, Jr. I interviewed his father uh, on on both radio and TV, and uh, he never even mentioned it in his DNC speech. I don't, I don't see any investigations into those riots that took place. Uh, you know, we have, what, 3,000 police officers pelted with bricks and rocks and bottles and and worse, and and literally, in, in many of those, we had police precincts burned to the ground, federal buildings attempt to burn them to the ground, entire city blocks taken over. Would you call that an insurrection? How come your boss never mentioned it? And Sean, can I say one thing? This is a cut that you've played a lot of times, and I think it bears repeating at this exact moment. This woman just said that our former President Trump supported an insurrection. Let's just remind everybody what he said that day. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Well, to me, it's just a given. Everybody that listens to this show knows that Donald Trump said that because we carried it during the whole impeachment. But it's a good point. It's a great reminder. You're absolutely right. Um, I have Kellyanne Conway's letter that she sent Joe Biden. I'm in receipt of your letter sent me today demanding I resign from the Board of Visitors to the United States Air Force Academy or be terminated by 6 p.m. tonight. News reports suggest you have made that same demand of other men and women who are duly appointed to service academy boards. Three former directors of presidential uh, personnel inform me that this request is a break from presidential norms. It certainly seems petty, political, if not personal. The result is that 
faithful and willing public servants will be discouraged or thwarted, thwarted from service. Our service academies will risk being further politicized and polarized. And your decision is disappointing but understandable given the need to distract from the news cycle that has you mired in multiple self-inflicted crises, including plummeting poll numbers, including a new uh, a rise in new COVID cases, a dismal jobs report, inflation, record amount of drugs coming across the southern border, and of course, the chaotic and deadly withdrawal from Afghanistan that left hundreds of Americans and thousands of Afghan allies stranded under the Taliban rule. It is an honor to serve on the Board of Visitors at the United States Air Force Academy. The brave men and women in uniform represent the best this nation has to offer. But it was also a privilege to serve a president whose actions resulted in the deaths of terrorists like al-Baghdadi and Soleimani, rather than a president whose actions resulted in the deaths of 13 U.S. service members. I'm not resigning, but you should. <laughs> Let's get to our phones here. Let's say hi to Teresa in Virginia. Hey, Teresa, how are you? Oh, and thank you so much for taking my call. I appreciate that. You're very welcome. Wanted, thank you for calling. Yes, I watch you, and I appreciate your voice. I wanted to um, talk about the vaccine mandate, first of all, and I just wanted to say that I find it so funny that all the people who scream, my body, my choice, are suddenly so silent now. And so you're going to tell me that it's my body and my choice to kill and abort a child, but it is not my body or my choice to decide whether I put a synthetic medication in my body. Now, I've had COVID. According to the science, my natural immunity is stronger than anything that can be put into me in vaccine form. So why is it that we have no rights and that it's not our body and our choice anymore? But as long as they're bringing thousands upon thousands of immigrants across our borders that have God knows what, unvetted, unvaccinated, they're bringing Afghans into our country that right now have measles, and they are unvaccinated and unvetted, then why is it that the Americans have to be controlled and told that we have to do this? I think it's against our rights. I think it's against the Constitution. And I'm telling you, if we don't stand up and fight for our country and our rights, we're no longer going to recognize this country. We have 13 dead children, children, and our, our media and our president, they don't even talk about them like they didn't even exist. But we're worried about Afghans complaining about the food they eat. My problem is, when did the United States of American citizens become so much less valuable than these other people. How is it possible, and you're very articulate and passionate in your views, and I hope people are paying very close attention to what you're saying here. You're right about there's a, a high incidence of, of measles from these Afghan refugees that I don't believe are being vetted properly, but we can't get answers to that, those questions. But Joe Biden, in the middle of a pandemic, took hundreds of thousands of people process them into this country, put them in overcrowded cages in the middle of a pandemic, high rate of positive uh, COVID positivity, and without testing, without vaccine mandates, dispersed all of these people all around the country, many of Correct. them infected. There were others that were were positive that were put in hotels with no supervision or support whatsoever. So we're going to get lectured now from Joe Biden, and he's unleashing, you know, the late night comedians and everybody else out there 
uh, to attack Americans that might just have a different point of view for whatever reason, or maybe a rare medical condition uh, that prohibits them, according to their medical doctor, from getting the vaccine. You know, I'm very careful, Teresa, because I've seen the worst of this thing. I really have. And I want I want everyone in this audience to live. But I am not qualified to tell you what to do. I'm trying to give you information that's valuable to you so you can make that decision in consultation with your doctor based on your unique medical history and current condition. I think that's the responsible thing to do. And I agree with you on that. And I think that it should be a personal choice and that we should not be criminalized for making a choice that is different from what someone else makes. I have no problem with anyone else being vaccinated. I believe it's your choice to do that. I had COVID. I was sick for two weeks with it. And you know what? I've got natural immunity, so I'm not going to put that in my body. And instead of people respecting that, like the United States of America should be, we're being victimized, criminalized, and targeted. And I don't think it's fair at all. And I think that as long as he is bringing in all of these thousands and thousands and thousands of people from other countries who are bringing in God knows what, he needs to stop telling the Americans that we have to do this. It's just well, now right. Fauci is saying that you need to be vaccinated to get on a commercial airplane. Of course. I mean, Fauci, I mean, you know, look, at least there is a little wiggle room in Joe Biden's statement last week, and that is you can get tested once a week. Okay, your company needs to pay for it. They need to give you the time uh, to get tested. They could do it on site or send you to whatever location they make an arrangement with and do that. That At least that gives you an option. Uh, But where's the option if they ban travel unless you show your, quote, vaccination papers? And where is the gain of function information? And why is he not being held accountable for lying to Congress? And why is he being allowed so much power? That is the question that Americans need to be asking. Who is this man? What is his, what is his financial investment? What is he getting from this? Why is no one asking these questions? Who is this person? He is nobody. He is a doctor who has his own opinion. That does not mean he is the BLCO. Last I checked, he was not God. And if we don't stand up, we're going to be like Australia and they're going to because, you know, Australia is in the situation they're in now where they're being told you can only be outside for an hour a day because they allowed their government to take their guns. And don't you think for a minute that's not coming next? I I, I honestly never thought we'd get to this point. Let's not talk about revolution yet. Please, let's let's be careful about a revolution. I'm just I am. I am just saying, listen, government, you know, when when Joe Biden said this, this Nothing to do with your freedom. Nothing to do with your freedom. It has everything to do with freedom. It had everything to do. The, the ironic thing is if you listen closely to my position, it was the position espoused by Jen Psaki, Joe Biden, and Nancy Pelosi only a couple of months ago. But I'll get attacked for expressing their old, their, their recent opinions. And, and that's just the way things roll. Um, I will tell you, People are going to be canceled. They're going to be shut out. Stadiums will shut the door closed to to many people. Restaurants will close to many people. And I, 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 I just don't know where this ends. You know, now it's not even just a shot or not even the double shot. Now it's the double shot, booster shot, and then another booster shot and booster shots in perpetuity. Um, 
it, which is now a distinct possibility based on the variants. And I think that, you know, the whole idea that, yeah, the Cleveland Clinic came out and, and obviously political pressure was brought to bear there, as we've discussed. But and they said natural immunity is the best immunity. Rand Paul says the same thing. Again, what I recommend is you talk to your own doctor and do your own research. I, I refuse to practice medicine without a license. And for such, I'm taking on as much heat as you are, Teresa. But thank you for the call. Appreciate your opinion. Quick break. We'll come back. We'll hit the phones again. 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. New King Rich at the top of the hour. And John Andrasik's new song, uh, Blood on My Hands. That Where do you hear this in its entirety? And our version of it, if you will. is next you do not want to miss it and stay tuned for the final hour free for all on the sean hannity show all right back to our busy telephones uh mike is in arizona hey mike how are you thanks for taking my call appreciate it Thank you, Enjoy sir. listening to your show. Thank you. On this uh, recall in California, uh, I was listening the other day when you were speaking to Larry Elders, and I spoke to a friend of mine that has a manufacturing business over there. And in regards to signature verification, 10% of his staff got, got their ballots sent back to him saying that their signature was invalid. And they have been voting by mail-in ballot forever and they didn't change their signature, so now they have to go through the process again. And at 10% of a staff, if they do 10% of California, and 5% of them don't get back, uh, my friend in California was really worried about this thing passing because they voted for the recall, and everybody he's talked to are getting their votes kicked back. I Listen, I know very little about California's voting system. I've been very clear on this program. If, if people care about integrity... In elections, I don't care what state you're in. This has to happen at the state level. There there are very simple things that you've got to demand of your state legislatures and governors. One is, one is voter ID. Two is signature verification. Three is chain of custody controls. Four is updated voter rolls every election year. And five would be, and there, there are other items we can bring into the list too, but the next most important is most states have laws that say partisan observers get to watch the vote count start to finish. Talk to your state legislatures. Demand that they act now, not in 2022. Don't Obviously, don't wait till 2024. Biden's agenda can end in, in the day after Election Day, November 2022, if you get enough Republicans elected. Appreciate the call. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. 